0: Good morning all listeners, it's Sunday, March 19th, 2023, it's 8.05 a.m. Pacific Time, and this is episode 229 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Uh... Boogie! And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen, happy Sunday, fun day, and welcome to the second round of the NCAA Tournament. <laughs> Woo! Cannot wait. We had a fun Thursday. We had our podcast on Friday for the second day of games, and then we had the start of the second round yesterday, and Boogie, all hell has broken loose. All
1: hell's broken loose. Shout out to some big-time upset Cinderella Slipper Mothers. We got got some Princeton. We got some Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh And... We are looking at a primetime card again today, my friend. Primetime card. 24 teams
0: entered today. Still alive for the national championship. After today, we'll be narrowed down to 16. Shout out to the teams that are already in the Sweet 16. San Diego State beating Furman, getting there. They will match up with Alabama as Alabama, the number one overall seed, took care of Maryland by 22 yesterday. Alabama versus San Diego State in the Sweet 16. That is the only Sweet 16 matchup that is um, set in stone for right now. Tennessee knocked off Duke without Zakai Ziegler. Great win for Tennessee. They get to the fairly Dickinson, Florida Atlantic winner today. Um, big shout out to Arkansas, man. Huge, huge win to come back down eight at and half. And Arkansas comes back. Muscleman took his shirt off, going crazy. 72-71 win. Arkansas to the Sweet 16. They'll take on the winner of uh, UConn and St. Mary's. What a big win. The national champs are out.
1: Yeah, it was a tough, tough loss for Kansas. You know, Arkansas just showed more heart at the end. uh, And Kansas without, again, head coach Bill Self due to uh, heart uh, condition. And uh, the surgery did not... Make him feel as good as he was supposed to and said that he was going to be able to coach and he wasn't. And I don't know if that had anything to do with the leadership. But uh, Kansas went down after having a control of most of the game. Yeah. But Arkansas just kept fighting and fighting and they wound up winning at the end. Did you know Kansas was the sixth consecutive national champion to lose in the first weekend? I mean, it just tells you how hard it is to not only repeat but just play consistently as as a huge favorite, uh, as a champion. It is just so tough, and that's why you got to give respect out for those older teams from back in the day, like Florida, yeah. um, to be able to do that. And it's just it's just unbelievable. The the parity though is just crazy. Yeah. Um, man, Purdue losing uh, against barely Dickinson and, and yeah. Princeton beating Arizona is just unbelievable.
0: Fairleigh Dickinson gets Florida Atlantic today, winner to get Tennessee in the Sweet 16. And a big shout-out to Princeton, too, man. Princeton beat Missouri yesterday, 78-63. So Princeton knocks off Arizona, then knocks off Missouri. They get today's Creighton Baylor winner in the Sweet 16. Big shout-out to Princeton. I remember last Sunday... I'm um, sitting there when they played Yale and betting. Who gave
1: out that? And betting Yale,
0: and then Princeton beats Yale. And then oh, we said it to whoever won that Ivy League. They give teams fits, and Princeton knocked off Arizona and Missouri, and now they're in the Sweet 16 for the first time in school history. You know, it
1: comes down to matchups and uh, big-time players, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got some really big-time players over there. And it it really does – Confidence-wise, I mean, we saw St. Pete did last year. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the biggest. You don't have to be the baddest. Yes. But if you have the heart and you have the will, I think sometimes a will will always beat out talent. Yep. Not yep. always. I'm sorry. Will will beat out the talent, though, sometimes. Yeah, and Princeton is
0: a prime example of that. They held one of the two highest scoring teams in the nation, Arizona and Missouri, to 55 and 63 points, respectively. They've been shooting it from three. We'll see if Princeton can keep their run going. Like I said, they will take on the Creighton-Baylor winner today. Big shout-out to the Houston Cougars. They used a huge second half. They had a 10-point halftime deficit against Auburn and in and an impromptu home game for Auburn down in Birmingham and Houston outscores them 50 to 23 in the second half and the Houston Cougars one of the number one seeds to get through um, Houston and Alabama the two one seeds in the sweet 16 Houston will get the Miami Indiana winner from today
1: I mean For Houston Cougars to come back the way that they did uh, For those doubters and and quite honestly, I'm a big Houston backer and I had some doubts there for a second um you know, the offense was scary for me. They haven't been uh, as offensively effective as they have been over the last couple of years. Uh, they showed us their will. They showed us uh, that defense is very, very uh scary good. Yeah. And we got to just give a shout out for uh, Marcus Sasser as he fought through everything uh, with that uh, hamstring issue. And so great job by Houston to be able to shut down Auburn in the second half.
0: Great job by uh, Tremont Mark had a huge game. 26 points and 9 rebounds. Houston now moves to 30 and 2 when uh, when Tremont Mark scores double figures. So keep that in mind for later on. Like I said, Houston gets the Miami-Indiana winner from today. UCLA keeping it rolling. Um, Singleton had a scary uh, ankle injury towards the end of the game. We'll see. He limped off, but UCLA edges Northwestern 68-63. Great season by the Northwestern Wildcats, but UCLA is just a, a better version of Northwestern, I believe, and UCLA gets the win. The uh, UCLA Bruins back in the Sweet 16 again in the midst of another run led by Jaime Hawk has his 24 points and 8 rebounds. He is a stud. UCLA is in Vegas next week in yeah. the Sweet 16, and they will get the winner of TCU and Gonzaga. It's
1: going to be unbelievable. Um, we're looking at forward to next week, but... Man, UCLA did what they, they did, and they hang on. That defense is just unbelievable as well, and that's even without Jalen Clark playing. Um, and we're going to be seeing some really great games, I believe, starting Thursday in the Sweet 16.
0: Yeah, and it all narrows down. Last game yesterday was Texas and Penn State. Texas, a gritty 71-66 win. Penn State came in winning 9-11. Really good season for the Nittany Lions. And, uh, but the, the career of uh, Cam Winter... Um, as well as their other stud player. They're both uh, out of the tournament now. How about the Big Ten? Eight teams in the tournament, six of them eliminated already. The other two, Michigan State, they play today, um, and Indiana. And if Michigan State and Indiana both lose, no Big Ten teams to the Sweet 16. Did you know in the last three seasons – There's been 24 teams out of the Big Ten to make the tournament, and only three of them have made the Sweet 16. Michigan Michigan. did it twice, and then there was another team in there somewhere. But three of 24. If Indiana loses today and Michigan State loses today, you will be looking at three out of 24 teams in three years.
1: It's crazy. I mean, you've got a lot of parity. I think those teams just beat each other up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you you don't really have a dominant team. I mean, we've got Purdue that just got knocked out as the number one seed and a number one uh, team on the AP all year long uh, fighting and battling with, uh, you know, with Alabama. Yep. We've got just unbelievable parity, though, in this tournament. And, you know, I mean, the conferences are – they they play tough teams in those quadrant ones, but – Nobody played a, a harder schedule, I think, than Kansas. And that Big Twelve showed it this year. Yeah. But the Big Ten to have that many teams and not show up, it's it's kind of a disappointment over yeah. the, and it's not just a one season, you know, situation. It's been over the last few years. Yep. And the SEC's had a
0: good showing in this year's tournament. Alabama, Tennessee, and Arkansas on the Sweet 16. And if Kentucky can beat Kansas State today, the SEC will put four of the sixteen. So great job by the SEC so far. Good to see a Mountain West team in there in San Diego State who played a couple of really good games against tough opponents. Um, obviously you have Princeton out of the Ivy League, Texas out of the Big 12, UCLA out of the Pac-12, and Houston out of the Americans. So we'll see how everything breaks down. We have eight teams in the Sweet 16 and eight more to go, and that leads us to our eight-game card today. What a loaded, stacked card we have for basketball today. I love the way that the NCAA puts together the second round. Um, they start your day with a, a triple header on CBS, and then at halftime of the third game, another game starts. And then at halftime of that game, another game starts. And then it gets you to all the way to where... Keep winter. rolling, baby. will be four games on at once, and it'll go down to three to two to one. That's like kind of what we saw yesterday. It was amazing just to watch all the games. Um, you know, I feel like we've watched every so there's been 40 games and we've watched damn near every one of them um, this this first matchup here 9:15 on CBS this is about an hour from now the Pitt Panthers and the Xavier Musketeers Pitt comes in the 11 seed obviously they played in Dayton last Tuesday um, and they played Mississippi State and they beat Mississippi State by 1 point uh, and then they played an Iowa State team out of the Big 12, an Iowa State team that made a run last year, mm-hmm. and uh, really dominated Iowa State, 59-41, and they've been doing it with their defense. I mean, only giving up 100 points through two games, giving up 50 points a game in this tournament, the Panthers are. Pitt is one of the best teams in the country against the spread, 24-10-1 against the number this season. Xavier got everything they wanted and more from Kennesaw State in that first round, edging them 72-67 to get to this matchup with Pitt. Um, And I think the bottom line here is is the defense of of the Panthers. Uh, They play defense. Xavier, not so much. Um, Xavier, 291st in defense this season, giving up 67 to Kennesaw State. Um, Pitt's got a quartet of guards. Burton and Henson and Cummings and Elliott. Um, they got some good bigs, you know. And this Xavier team's a lot different without Zach Fremantle in the lineup. And um, Pitt's running hot. We always see a team from that first four make a run. And this Pitt team is doing just that. And um, we actually got some some line movement in our direction here. Um, I've been line shopping this. Right now, courtesy of Caesar Sportsbook, the line's five and a half. It was five this morning when we started our cap, and um, that just works in our favor even more. Hell so, yeah. with that being said, um, first pick on the docket today. I'm going to buy the hook with Pitt, and I'm going to
1: take Pitt plus a six. I'll take Pitt plus a six. I think that this team is motivated. Uh, they've been playing well all year long. Uh, kind of came under the radar, but you know that defense is really good. And of yeah. course, they come out of the uh, the 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 first four. And we've seen what happens when some of these teams go to the first four and they, they make a nice little run. Yeah, uh, We saw that a few years ago um, with several of these teams. And, of course, this is also a, a little bit of a Sean Miller situation. Yeah, Sean Miller used to play at Pitt. Oh. Uh, Sean Miller was a star uh, point guard for Pittsburgh uh, back in the day, back like at 88 to 91, 92. Uh, He'll be going ahead and playing against his former alma mater team. Back in 2009, what would be head coach Sean Miller's last game, how about this for a tidbit, he actually coached um, in his first stint with Xavier before going on to Arizona. He faced uh, the number one seed, Pittsburgh, and lost. uh, Yep, 65-60 before leaving for Arizona in a Sweet 16 showdown. Uh, So a lot of emotions are going to be going on in this game. Uh, Xavier, as you said, Fremantle is not playing. He's been injured all tournament long. Got hurt last in the in the conference tournament. And we've got an Xavier team that's not playing on the offensive side of the way that they have been over the last several months. Um I like Pittsburgh plus the five. Uh, we'll go ahead and take it to the five and a half. You got it at or six? Uh five and a half, so I'll buy it to six. All right, let's get it to six. Um, and watch out for the under in that game. I'm going to throw out a total, too. Okay. That total is 149. I like Pittsburgh to the under, and I like their defense to be able to take care of that Xavier offense that has been off over the last uh, few weeks. This is a prime example. I think Pitt can win this
0: game, so let's take the points. That's simple as that. One of the better plays on the board, Pitt, is playing really well. They're very experienced, too. All those guys I named, they're all seniors.
1: All senior so. Excuse, Excuse me.
0: Um, yeah, so we're gonna start with Pitt nine ten CBS. To go jump on the Panthers, getting those points. Wow, what a big game for my cats today, folks. Cats, Kentu- cats, cats, cats. Battle of Cats, actually. Kentucky and Kansas State battle the Wildcats here in the second round of the East Region. Um, side note: the winner of uh, Pitt and Xavier will play Texas, just so everybody knows. Winner of Kentucky Kansas State today will play the winner of Marquette Michigan State in the East Sweet Sixteen. Kentucky Kansas State. Big-time matchup. Oscar Sheway had 25 rebounds against Providence, and Kentucky beat Providence in the first round, 61-53. Kansas State had a pretty simple game, playing Montana State out of the big sky and beat them 77-65. I mean, this is kind of a toss-up in a way, but Oscar Sheway, I think, is the difference. And that young group of freshmen for Kentucky, um, Livingston and Wallace and these guys, they're finally playing good. Jacob Toppin's playing very well. Um, This is a a big matchup. Kansas State has definitely overperformed Jerome Tang, the Big 12 coach of the year. um, They were picked ninth in the Big 12, and they are a three seed. So they have been overperforming, obviously, uh, with Johnson and Marquise Noel. Uh, That's got to be Kentucky's game plan here. They have athletic guards and athletic bigs. Uh, they got to defend, defend, defend. And I think that if they're able to defend um, the way that they're capable of defending, and and holding down those two studs for Kansas State, I think Kentucky can get this done. Um, as of right now, the money line's uh, minus a dollar fifty, and I'm going to take my cast to go to the Sweet 16 after a disappointing first round loss last year. I look for Calipari and company
1: to get Kentucky to the Sweet 16 and survive to play another week. Great job by Kansas State this year, um, and I think that they've definitely played over uh, everybody's expectations. Um, this year, but Kentucky, and I think Coach Cal will go ahead and have his cats ready to go. I'm going to make it simple here: take Kentucky on the money line minus a dollar fifty. I think they're ready to go back to the Sweet 16. in uh, An undervalued Kentucky team, I think, um, as they've kind of also fallen underneath the radar this year. They have um, not as many big name uh, freshmen as we've uh, seen over the last several years, but you've got a veteran. Uh, a veteran in Oscar Tshiebwe mm-hmm. That should be able to take care of business uh, To get to the Sweet 16 Give me Kentucky today The last couple of times that Kentucky Has been seeded like 5 or less They've made runs
0: to the Final Four They made it to the Final Four As an 8 seed and as a 9 seed So this UK team When they fly under the radar they are dangerous Remember this team was preseason number 4 One of the favorites to win the whole thing um, You're getting good value on them now too you have a Kentucky team that underperformed playing against a Kansas State team that's overperformed. And remember, the SEC has shown out really well in this tournament. Can't say the same for the Big 12. Texas, the only team in the Big 12 that have gotten to the Sweet 16. So, Kentucky money line, pit plus the points to start us out here. What a big time game between two big name coaches. 215 on CBS, third game of the triple header this morning. Michigan State, the seven seed, Marquette, the two, Shaka Smart for Marquette, Tom Izzo for Michigan State. What a great coaching matchup here. Both these teams have – both these coaches, shall I say, have have been to Final Fours. Michigan State took care of USC 72-62 in their first game um, the other day, and uh, Marquette just dismantled this Vermont team 78-61. Marquette's kind of flying on all cylinders behind Big East Player of the Year, Tyler Kolick, as well as Cam Jones. Those two guys might be a little bit too much for Michigan State to handle. Um, Michigan State's got a nice team with A.J. Hogard and Tyson Walker and Joey Hauser. Malik Hall's also a very good player. But Marquez is having one of them special years, man. And they, they've been playing great Big East regular season and tournament champions. So Marquette has been fantastic. They're also 22-12 against the spread this season, so very good against the number. Low line here. Um, Sparty, not really one of uh, Izzo's best teams. He even said that publicly. And I think Shock smart. I think the, uh, the coaching matchup's pretty easy even, and I think Marquette just has a little bit more firepower. I think Marquette gets this win. Um, money lines minus
1: one hundred and fifty, and I'm taking Marquette money line. I'm going Marquette money line as well. I think they can get it done. Saka Smart knows how to to win. It's going to be a great matchup. Uh, seeing how the chess match goes against Izzo uh, again. You know, Michigan State's been uh, also been a rough and rugged team as well. I've seen them myself in the Big Ten, uh, come out strong. They've got a couple of great uh, players. You know, it's that it's that rugged Big Ten style. Yep. They have also got uh, teams that they've been able to beat that we didn't think that they would be able to handle. Yep. Uh, they've come through. I think that has a lot to do with uh, Izzo and the way his coaching style is, and he gets his kids prepared. Mm-hmm. I just think that Marquette's the better team. Uh, they took care of business in the Big East. They uh, took care of uh, Xavier as well in the in the uh, final. yep, and uh, they pretty much handled business all year long coming in at the number two seed. Yep. I'm gonna take Marquette today. I'm also taking them on the money line minus a dollar fifty
0: five if um if our predictions are correct, you'd be looking at a Kentucky Marquette sweet sixteen matchup at the garden. That'd be pretty sweet. So that'd be a fun matchup there if our predictions are right. So Pitt, Kentucky Marquette. I'm setting you guys up now, three ten on TNT. This will be our one and only drink bet of episode two twenty nine. Saint Mary's and UConn. Saint Mary's is twenty seven and seven. They're the fifth seed. They took care of VCU sixty three fifty one. And the bottom line with this Saint Mary's team bug is they do it with defense. They gave up fifty one in the first game. They are fifth nationally in defense. They run a snail pace, grind you out type of style. Um, only giving up 59.9 points a game on defense. That's fifth in the country. Very, very good defensive team. UConn, a lot of people's sexy choice to make a run to this Final Four. UConn's had a really good season as well. Sunogo, first team all Big East, 17.7 boards. They also have Jordan Hawkins and Newton and those guys as well. UConn's got a really good team. Uh, This is a really good matchup. They beat Iona 87-63. Not even close. Just completely dismantled Iona, um, but I think St. Mary's. You know, they showed me a lot in that first game. VCU was coming in hot and was a trendy upset pick. How about this? No twelves won this year. All five seeds won.
1: Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy for that because that's that's something we always look for every uh, tournament. Yeah. Uh, so bye bye twelves. I think my bottom line here is I think this is a close game. Um, I
0: think the game's going to be close with the way St. Mary's plays. They play smart basketball. You know, you look at, you know, Randy Bennett's a good coach. You know, they're playing to get into this West region out here in Vegas. Um, Winner of this game will play Arkansas in the Sweet 16. Um, And this is just, from my aspect, I think St. Mary's has a chance to win this game. So I'll take the points. Plus four St. Mary's.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to go UConn here. I'm taking UConn. I think that they can get it done. Their offense is playing great. Sanogo is playing great. Um, you've got a team that's scrappy, and I think that they can contend with St. Mary's defense by breaking them down. Uh, I think the offense of UConn will go ahead and take care of business. Um, I look forward to seeing what they can do, uh, on the inside as well. St. Mary's has got a couple of good interior defenders, but I think UConn, with their explosive uh, offense on the outside and go ahead and uh, break that down. Give me UConn minus four points.
0: UConn minus four. That's our one and only drink bet. We agree on most things around this time of year, and that's proof of it. That's going to be our only pick that we are not on the same page on. We move on now to 410 on TBS. Maybe the game of the day in college basketball Creighton and Baylor. Man, two teams that were preseason picks to maybe win this whole thing. The Blue Jays of Creighton, number six in the country, 22-12, had a really good showing in the first game against NC State, a 72-63 win against them. Baylor defeated the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos, 74-56. Um, a lot of people were talking about Baylor's defense, and uh, they really showed that the their defense, they, they pinned their ears back, as they say, in the first game, only giving up 56. Um... But I think they're kind of messing with a different animal in this in this matchup. This is two really high powered offensive teams. I mean, you got probably two of the best, not just backcourts, but starting fives overall with both of these teams. You have you know, you have Flagler, you have Cryer, George Bridges, Flo Thamba, Jonathan Chamwa you know, on the Creighton side, you have Big East defensive player of the year, uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner. Taylor Shireman, Ryan Nemhart, Trey Alexander. I mean, they're low. Both these teams are loaded. And we have not seen a lot of overs in this tournament. Um, So far, through 40 games, there's been 30 unders and 10 overs. And this is a game I'm getting to the window with the over. It's 143 and a half. And I'm buying the half a point, and I'm taking the over 143. I think this is a 70s game with the way that both these teams score, and I'm going over. Over 143, Creighton
1: Baylor. I'm taking Baylor on the money line. They're only minus $1.15. They've got a few of those players left over from that championship team a couple years ago, and I like them to win in this uh, veteran-laden squad. Baylor over Creighton on the money line. Let's make it quick.
0: There's a two-way play, baby. Baylor for boogie over for me, man. And um, side note to this: Baylor and Creighton winner will play Princeton in the Sweet 16. Man, four forty-five. True TV. Fairly. Fairly Dickinson beats Purdue, and they still get stuck on True TV. Unbelievable. Yeah. Fairly Dickinson, twenty-one and fifteen. You know, we kind of wrote them off because of the fact of uh, you know, getting the 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 auto bid based off of Merrimack being ineligible, but. All this team has done is destroy Texas Southern and Dayton and then upset the number one seed, Purdue, 63 58, to become only the second team in the history of this tournament to be a 16 seed and knock off a one. Fairleigh Dickinson is getting a ton of points. It is 15 and a half. They're playing the Florida Atlantic Owls, who squeaked out a crazy win against Memphis. I mean, this game the other night was insane. Um, Memphis dove on the ball, calling timeouts. They weren't awarded a timeout. Should have been. Florida Atlantic gets the jump ball call, then gets the game winner. A 66-65 win for Memphis, or for Florida Atlantic. Now you have the 9 versus the 16. The winner of this game will get Tennessee in the Sweet 16. A lot of people are thinking this could be a lot of points, especially with the way the Fairly Dickens and Knights are playing. I have a different angle at it, though. I gave out one over, and I'm going to go under in this game. The over-under in this matchup is 146 points. I think it's too many. If you look at both these teams' first games, mm-hmm. um, Faley Dickinson, 63-58, to that's 121. Mm-hmm. Um, FAU against Memphis, who scores a lot of points, 66-65, that's 131. And you're giving me 146 I think it's Fairleigh Dickinson got a scrappy squad. I think they can make this ugly, and I'm going to take the under 146.
1: Yeah, um, Florida Atlantic shouldn't even be in this game. So Memphis got robbed of that game the other day, I believe. Um, And Fairleigh Dickinson now knocked off Purdue as a 16 seed for only the second time in the history of the tournament has a 16 seed beat a number one seed. Purdue was just unbelievably unaggressive yeah um you know Edie got some of his points but this fairly dickinson team had a lot of heart gotta give it out for their head coach as he wound up calling this game and put a lot of pressure on them yeah. to be able to win the game not only cover but win the game outright a 16 seed just being able to be the number one is just unbelievable and but when the coach calls it out i mean that's just crazy you're giving me 15 and a half points though with this florida atlantic team that's that has blown out a lot of their their compet- competition but you know what we're in the tournament here just like last year st peter's had a lot of heart this team has a lot of heart too i believe fairly dickinson everybody's telling them they didn't even deserve to be in the tournament give me fairly dickinson i think heart will go ahead and uh, cover this line for me give me Fairleigh Dickinson. I'll buy it to sixteen to make it even. Plus sixteen, Fairly Dickinson.
0: Fairly Dickinson, plus sixteen to the
1: under. Boogie's also going to be sprinkling a little bit of sunshine too. Plus eight hundred on the money line to win this game outright. Oh, a little sprinkle, a little sprinkle for the ice cream. Yes, sir.
0: Five forty on TNT. Second to last game of the night, Miami and Indiana, the four-five matchup. Indiana, tough win against that your Kent State squad, man. Seventy-one to sixty. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis is absolutely dominated. Nobody could touch him. And he's averaging 21-11-4, one of the best players in the country. Miami, Florida, man, more guards than Shawshank, man. Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pack and Jordan Miller, um, they had a nice gritty win against Drake, 63-56. So both these teams, um, high-octane squads, that got past really good mid-majors in the first round to set up this ACC versus Big Ten matchup. Miami has been high on our list all season long. Um, I actually bet Miami against Drake, and I also bet Kent State against Indiana and split that one and one. Um, th- this is more of just a fate of the Big Ten. I mean, I, 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 three out of 24 teams have made the Sweet 16 in the last three years, as we said, uh, I have Michigan State losing today, and I have a really good opportunity too for Indiana to take a nail here against Miami, who pretty much brought back their whole top, their whole team from last year that went to the Elite Eight, and they added Nigel Pack. So I don't see why they can't take care of business here. I know they got Trace Jackson Davis on this side of things, but the guard play from Miami is so good, and that's what you need in this tournament is you need good guards, and Miami has a plethora of good guards. Um, I think Miami takes care of business here. The winner of this game will play Houston in the Sweet 16 out of the Midwest region. And I'm going to take the couple of points. You're giving me two points with Miami, and I'm taking the two for Miami.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's here's a, a tough game for me. I mean, I've been Miami backer for a while. Indiana just, uh, man... What a great game by Trace Jackson Davis the other day. Jalen Huchifino had also a great job. And Race Thompson also at 20 against Kent. So they got some dominant players in that on that uh, forward and uh, in the inside interior as well offense. Um, monster dunks by, by uh, my man Trace Jackson Davis took care of business against Kent. Unfortunately, I think uh, Kent had a little bit uh, too much dribbling going on. And uh, I don't know if the... Uh, The limelight got to him too much being that last game. uh, Just had a poor shooting performance by them. It should have been a closer game losing by 11. But uh, Jackson Davis put on a show, and uh, we know why he'll be one of the top picks in the NBA draft upcoming. Uh, The fact of the matter, though, is is Miami team is scrappy. They were down big by uh, Drake and wound up showing hard at the end and going on a huge run to finish the game off and went in by seven, down eight, I believe it was, with about six minutes to go. So Miami takes care of business today, I believe, and they can go ahead and get the win. You're giving me two. I'll go ahead and take them plus the two points against Indiana. Miami plus the two? Lock
0: it right in, baby. TCU and Gonzaga to wrap us up. Six forty on TBS. Big matchup. Jamie Dixon here against Mark Few. Gonzaga looking to finally break through and get to uh, a national championship. They're flying under the radar at twenty nine and five, and they're the, the three seed. They beat Grand Canyon eighty two to seventy on uh, on Friday, and now they take on a TCU team who had a amazing comeback against Arizona State. Arizona State. Had a a big lead in this game and a comeback victory for TCU. And I got to tell you what, TCU's a gritty squad out of the Big 12. Good matchup here. Winner goes to Vegas to play UCLA. Can't wait to see what that's going to be. A Gonzaga win here. And uh, you got a rematch from the Final Four, Gonzaga-UCLA, where Jalen Suggs hit that three in the bubble a couple of years ago. TCU looking to keep it moving. They went on a nice run last year as well. So... Toss-up game, damn near, and then Gonzaga. But the, the Gonzaga's won ten in a row, so I'm gonna go Gonzaga. Um, money line's about 185, and I'll lay that. I'll take
1: Gonzaga to win the game. Gonzaga minus four, minus 185 on the money line. However you wanna put it, Gonzaga's gonna take care of her business. This is an easy win for me. Um, TCU, great uh, season. We saw some of their chinks in their armor. But they were in a rugged Big Twelve. That was probably one of the best conferences. Actually, if it was the best conference all year long. Mm -hmm. But Gonzaga is also a dominant force uh, all over the country from beginning in November to now. Gonzaga goes ahead and takes care of business, minus four for me.
0: And there you have it. And that's our show. Two twenty nine has commenced. We've got about you know forty minutes till these games start. I go uh, three favorites. Three underdogs, an over and an under. Boogie got dog under, favorite, 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 dog, favorite. So, big time matchups today, best bet time. I already know where I'm going. I'm taking the Pitt Panthers as my best bet, plus six. Xavier's defense, Pitt plays better defense. They're hotter. No Zach Fremantle for Xavier. That's my best bet. Go grab Pitt plus the six against Xavier for my best bet.
1: Boogie's blockbuster best bet is going to be the Gonzaga- bulldogs zags take care of business minus four that is a laugh right now gonzaga go ahead take it to the bank double digit winner again gonzaga minus four for boogie there you go first game and
0: last game best bets pit plus six gonzaga minus four good luck everybody we'll talk to you guys for the sweet 16 later on this week have a wonderful sunday bear it out
1: boogie out